What's up, Philadelphia and fellow freedom lovers? I am your host, Torn Donowski. I am uh, the founder CEO of Don't Tread on Philly, and I am running for mayor here in this great city of Philadelphia. And unfortunately, uh, I think as we all are aware, are, are, are aware um, the city is probably uh, slightly less great tonight than it was uh, was yesterday uh, before um before some dude got up and gave some sort of crazed uh, like V for Vendetta type speech or, or something. Um, yeah, I've uh, I've heard a lot of uh, a lot of people talking about uh, uh, Joe Biden and his uh, his crazy speech last night. I saw a lot of a lot of reactions. Um, to be honest, I've only watched about a whole two minutes of it before I turned it off and just about vomited. Um, so that's why I'm going to come to you here. I figured if I'm going to vomit, I might as well do it live on air and, and just see how that goes. Uh, but, uh, I'm going to, uh, walk through the entire speech live as I'm watching it for the first time. Again, I've only seen the first two minutes, so, uh, this should be fun. Uh, but real quick, before we dive into that, just a couple of reminders. Um, as I mentioned, I am running for mayor here in Philadelphia, we are trying to get our campaign up and running. We've had some great meetings the past couple of weeks, kind of deciding on what exactly our platform is going to be, what's going to go up on the website. We've got some graphics done, a lot of cool things going on. So if you'd like to be a part, uh, just send us an email at info at tdphilly.com. That is info at T as in touchdown. D as in, well, touchdown, tdphilly.com, or as in Torin Donowski. Um, yeah, just send us an email at info tdphilly.com, and uh, we'd love to have you. I've also got another live stream uh, continuing my candidate series this coming Monday. Yes, we will be doing it on Labor Day. I will be interviewing one Caroline Avery out of uh, Bucks County. She is running against Brian Fitzpatrick for us house district one here in PA. And that's a, that's going to be a big, 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 big race. I know Brian Fitzpatrick was one of the Republicans who let's just say supported the uh, ridiculous gun control measures that uh, Joe Biden keeps talking about. So it'd be nice to see a guy like that get put in his place and, and taken out of office. Um, but yeah, uh, we're gonna. That's not what we're gonna be talking about tonight. We're gonna gonna stay out of the uh, the candidate space. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with this. I I think I don't know. Um, I have no idea what my reactions are gonna be. I, I tweeted a lot last night. I was on social media way too much as things were going on. But uh, I have yet to actually watch the speech. So. Uh, give me a second here. I'm gonna try to get all this uh, get all this situated and. We are going to see, uh, yeah, we're, let's see what Joe Biden has to say. Um, see if he even stays awake through the whole thing. I don't know. But, okay, let's see here. Going to go through here. Chrome tab. Share tab audio. Sweet. This is my first time ever doing anything like this, so bear with me if we have issues. Um but yeah, here we go. We got the full speech of uh, Biden addressing outside Independence Hall. Um, honestly, I'm I'm absolutely disgusted that this guy was in the same city limits as me yesterday. Uh, it's just gross. It makes me feel kind of icky that I was within a few miles of this guy. Uh, in in some ways, I mean, I know he's just a mouthpiece. I mean, the dude's old. He's uh, uh, he's giving off some serious D for for dementia vibes instead of V for vendetta. So. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't, he's just a mouthpiece. I, I don't know who's pulling the strings. I don't know who's doing what, but it, I mean, this is, uh, this was gross. So here we go. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and play it. I'll probably stop it randomly around the way and just give you my thoughts. Uh, let's just see how this goes. Is this really necessary? Is it <laughs> like, like, okay, I get he's the president, but like, uh, uh, come on, just, uh, just talk already. Oh, how nice. My fellow Americans, <clears throat> please, oh, well. if you have a seat, thank you. I'm already sitting, Joe. Thanks. I speak to you tonight <clears throat> from sacred ground in America. Okay. Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. At Tractor Supply, we know nothing feels better than... And here's uh, capitalism at its finest. Thank you. Maybe I should... Uh, no, I don't want to give any... Doing things yourself. We'll get rid of this. Sure, it saves you a bunch of... This is where America made its declaration of independence to the world more than two centuries ago with an idea unique among nations that in America, we're all created equal. This is where the United States Constitution was written and debated. This is where we set in motion the most extraordinary experiment of self-government, the world. Let's stop this already. United States Constitution. Uh, gosh, Lysander Spooner would tell you that, uh, you know, whether the Constitution be one thing or another, this much is for sure that uh, this garbage that we're watching, the Constitution was either not strong enough to prevent it or was allowing for just this. So, yeah, I think uh, I think Lysander is probably uh, rolling in his grave over this uh, this uh, <laughs> this guy desecrating Independence Hall right now world has ever known with three simple words we the people we the people these two documents and the ideas they embody equality and democracy are the rock upon which this nation is built they're how we became the greatest nation on earth they're why for more than two centuries America has been a beacon to the world. But as I stand here tonight, equality and democracy are under assault. By who, Joe? Who are, who are, uh, what is, uh, who's assaulting equality and democracy? Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think it's probably, uh, it's coming from all angles. Um, but I, I have a feeling who you're going to talk about here. We do ourselves no favor to pretend otherwise. So tonight, I've come to this place where it all began. Oh, I can agree with you that there, Joe. We do we do ourselves selves no favor by pretending that. Uh, well, let's not say equality and democracy because I think those are two just buzzwords that don't really mean anything anymore. But uh, let's let's just say liberty is under attack. I think we can uh, we do ourselves no favor by. 
by ignoring the fact that liberty and individual sovereignty is under attack. So Joe, uh, yeah, just keep going, dude. You're not, uh, you're not giving me much hope already. And we're only two minutes in to speak as plainly as I can to the nation about as plainly as plainly as you can, like true Anana Shabba to pressure. And, uh, what is that? Bad calf care. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very plain, dude. The threats we face about the power we have in our own hands to meet these threats and about the incredible future that lies in front of us if only we choose it. We must never forget, we the people are the true heirs of the American experiment that began more than two centuries ago. Did I consent, Joe? I didn't consent. This is, uh, you know, this is what uh, Lysander Spooner was talking about. Who, who consented? I didn't sign any documents. I didn't, I didn't sign up to have you, you know, be a babbling fool. Uh, so I don't know what you're talking about in terms of heirs. Um, yeah, I have no idea, dude. We, the people, are burning inside of each of us the flame of liberty that was lit here at Independence Hall. All right, bullshit. Bullshit. As I've talked about many, many times, I, what, what the hell is the flame of liberty, you know, what the hell is the flame of liberty um, burning inside of people? Uh, liberty and independence and sovereignty are, are learned skills. They're virtues. They're not something that's just innate. Again, we're born into this world. Um, I had this analogy a while ago that I'll, I probably don't want to get into too much, but like sea turtles sea turtles are you know they go and they they lay their eggs on the on the sand in the beach the eggs hatch the sea turtles have to crawl out and get out to the the sea well i mean that's kind of what we are as human beings we're we're born into disorder and chaos and we have to learn a combination of of order and freedom uh, there's no innate there, there there is no innate flame of liberty burning in each of our hearts i think we can all agree on that simply by uh, looking at what most people did over the last two years when they just bowed down to the bullshit COVID regime. If, if there's a truly a flame of liberty, you know, burning in people's hearts, uh, you know, I, I, I do not think that uh, the government would have been able to get away with what they did the last two years. Um, so, yeah, you're already speaking uh, a bunch of bullshit here, Joe. Uh, well, just keep going. The flame that lit our way through abolition, the Civil War, suffrage, the Great Depression, world wars, civil rights. That sacred flame still burns. I think it's been now dead a while, dude. Time, as we build an America that is more prosperous, free and just. That is the work of my presidency, a mission I believe in with my whole soul. But first, we must be honest with each other and with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. <laughs> yeah, you're right, dude. It's, it's not normal to have a president up there in front of Independence Hall looking like he needs to take a shit and... <laughs> Barely able to get words out. I don't know what a prejudice is or whatever the heck he just said, but I think he was trying to say presidency. 
Uh, yeah, dude, uh, this isn't normal. None of this is normal. None of the last two years was normal. None of your policies have been normal. So, uh, yeah, I a hundred percent agree with you, man. None of this is normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our Republic. Ah, that's what's not normal. Very clear, very clear up front. <clears throat> Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Did he just not say MAGA? Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know, because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. Oh, <laughs> uh, I know, because I can work with Mitch McConnell. I can work with Lindsey Graham. I can work with anybody that wants to blow up brown kids in the Middle East. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. These are hard things. But I'm an American president, not a president of red America, blue America, but of all America. If that's the case, dude, if you're truly, truly, truly the president of all America, I, I, I'm already telling you, this is not the way to go. Um, uh, having this red, like, uh, you know, Nazi-esque, V for a vendetta-esque background going here, uh, that doesn't make you the president of red America, dude. <laughs> Sorry. And I believe it's my duty, my duty to level with you, to tell the truth, no matter how difficult no matter how painful the truth. Okay. The truth who built the cages, Joe, who built the cages, you know, who's been lying in, in the bullshit about COVID who's been lying about the vaccines. Who's been lying about uh, natural immunity. Who's been lying about uh, the effectiveness of lockdowns. Who's been lying about where inflation comes from. Who's been lying about, uh, about the fact that Putin is the cause of our inflation. Who's been lying, Joe. I don't know. And here, in my view, is what is true. MAGA Republicans do not respect the Constitution. <laughs> uh, I think I already told, I've, I've made my views clear. I mean, I don't, uh, gosh, I mean, let's be honest. The Constitution is is probably one of the greatest governing documents that has been written to date. Uh, there's a lot of other garbage out there, but gosh, if the constitution allowed this guy to become president, then, then we have issues and there's, there's gotta be something better out there. So I, I think, I think the MAGA Republicans are probably the least of your worries in terms of people that, that don't respect the constitution. Cause I'm not a MAGA Republican. I, I'm not, I don't fit on the left or right spectrum. And I can tell you that I'm not, you know, again, in terms of uh, in terms of historically, yeah, the Constitution is is great compared to some other things that have existed, uh, but it still allowed you to take office. They do not believe in the rule of law. They do not recognize the will of the people. They refuse to accept the results of a free election. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, uh, just like uh, everybody in 2016. Um, I thought that was, you know, Russiagate and Russian collusion. And I thought, uh, you know, I thought Russia, you know, made all the things happen with uh, Hillary's server and all that stuff. 
Um, I, I thought Donald Trump was an illegitimate president. What about all those chants of I, not my president? Uh, yeah, dude. Um, okay. And they're working right now as I speak in state after state to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. Well, I mean, considering that uh, you were a big fan of mail-in voting and that you're so racist that you don't believe black people know how to get IDs and so that will disenfranchise them to go get to go vote. Uh, yeah, man, I, I think you're just talking about yourself here, dude. MAGA forces are determined to take this country backward, backwards to an America where there is no right to choose. No right to privacy. Yeah, we already we don't have that, Joe. We don't have the right to choose. I was told that I couldn't go into a damn restaurant last year because I chose not to get a fucking vaccine. What about my privacy? What about my medical rights? It's already gone backwards, dude. And that has nothing to do with Roe versus Wade. And, you know, talk about going backwards. If forwards is having drag queen story hour for six-year-olds, I don't know if I want to go forward. And most of you watching, you know my story. You know my struggles with gender and shit. I don't want kids being exposed to that. So if going backwards is getting rid of that bullshit, then let's go backwards. Of course, I don't really want to go backwards. I want to keep going forward. I want to make sure things are, are... are free and equal for all people, but come on, dude. Hell, I, I, for, I, for one do not absolutely do not ever want to live under a totalitarian right wing regime. I am blessed to have not had that happen, but every freaking drag queen story hour that takes place with a kindergartner is bringing us close to making that happen because bullshit like this always brings an equal and opposite reaction. This is left-wing fascist bullshit. The equal and opposite reaction is right-wing fascist bullshit. So, dude, I don't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Come on, man. No right to contraception. No right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders, and they fan the flames of political violence. <laughs> oh, just like, uh, uh, you know, inciting people to go riot back in the summer of love? Um, all, all your leaders telling people to riot if, uh, if Chauvin doesn't get, uh, doesn't get, you know, sentenced correctly or doesn't get the, the, the correct verdict, you know, all the threats over, over rioting over Kyle Rittenhouse, you know, telling people to go take to the streets and riot and burn shit down. If Roe v. Wade gets overturned. Yeah, man, <laughs> there's, there's, uh, I think, uh, I, I think there's only one side that's really doing that. I mean, yeah, God forbid that it, it was terrible. January 6th, gosh, you don't want to see violence. You don't want to see people die. But, I mean, most of those deaths of somebody having a heart attack, the only real violent death there was a cop shooting an unarmed woman. So I don't know what you're talking about here in terms of violence and people inciting violence. That are a threat to our personal rights to the pursuit of justice, to the rule of law, to the very soul of this country. Sorry, Joe. There's no soul. The country doesn't have a soul. Collectives don't have a soul. 
Individuals have souls. Individuals have spirits. A country, a strong, sovereign country is made up of strong, sovereign individuals who have souls. A country, a state, a nation, if it exists, can only exist to foster and develop and help and help build up those strong, sovereign individuals who have soul. There is no collective soul here, dude. They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists who placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy, but they look at them as patriots. And they what about all the you know law enforcement that got brutally attacked all during summer of 2020? Anything to say about that? See their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power after the 2020 election as preparation for the 2022 and 2024 elections. They tried everything last time. This bullhorn is to by the votes of 81 million people. This time. How in the hell did 80 did more people in the history of the, the, the country vote for you? I mean, gosh, I mean, Obama was popular and couldn't get 81 million votes. <laughs> oh, whatever, dude. What about the 75 million who didn't vote for you that you're demonizing? What about that? Go for anybody listening, go go look up some Emma Goldman. Um, she has a great essay. Well, Michael Malice put a great essay of hers in um in his anarchist handbook, just talking about the tyranny of the majority. Why does the fact that 81 million beat 75 million, why does that actually mean anything other than tyranny? And the 81 just get to dictate whatever the hell the 75 need to do, want to do. They're determined to succeed in thwarting the will of the people. That's why respected conservatives like Federal Circuit Court Judge Michael Ludwig has called Trump and the extreme MAGA Republicans, quote, a clear and present danger to our democracy. But while the threat to American democracy is real, I want to say as clearly as we can, we are not powerless in the face of these threats. We are not bystanders in this ongoing attack on democracy. And here we go. Ads, 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 ads. Oh, Freaking YouTube. All right, we'll keep more going. Americans, far more Americans, from every, from every background and belief, to reject the extreme MAGA ideology than those that accept it. All right, before we keep going, Joe, I have a question for you. What is the extreme MAGA ideology? I have an idea about what MAGA is about. I have friends and family that would, that would fall in that category. I know why they believe in it and they, they wanted Donald Trump as president. I know the poor economic backgrounds they came out from. I know I know the manufacturing and the in the blue collar areas they came from. And when a president finally promised to bring some stuff back to the US, uh, they were all about it. 
I mean, I, I know some of the stuff that I, I know Trump is, is runs his mouth a lot. He doesn't have a filter. He said a lot of things that I, I disagree with. Um, I'm trying to figure out though, what is this ideology? What is it? What is it? What, what, what is this MAGA ideology? That's such a threat to democracy. Is there anything different from than from what uh, what you guys did back in 2016? Right now, it just sounds like they're bitching about an election, which I mean, you guys you guys impeached Trump over the election in 2016 in Russian bullshit. Sorry, sorry, no, that was over. Uh, sorry, that was the quid pro quo, but that, that was just the result of trying to impeach him over the election. So, uh, yeah, dude, uh, what is it? What is it? Because you're you're not saying anything. You're not you're not telling us anything. You're not even making an argument. You're just saying that there's this dangerous ideology out there. You won't define the ideology. And you're just saying it's a threat that needs to, to stop to be to be stopped. Folks. It's within our power. It's in our hands, yours and mine. To stop the assault on American democracy. Yeah, I believe America is at an inflection point. One of I yeah, I do, too, Joe. I agree. One of those moments that determine the shape of everything that's to come after. Yep. And now America must choose to move forward or to move backwards. Again, Joe, what's forward? What's backwards? Again, if, if, if forward is going more into bullshit, printing more money to give to special interests, printing more money to send to Ukraine, printing more money to send to Israel, printing more money to send to Saudi Arabia. Meanwhile, our gas prices are going up. Meanwhile, it, it cost me $20 more for a bag of food for my St. Bernard. I mean, no joke. It was $39.99 for a, a 40 pound bag of dog food that I feed my St. Bernard every month. I went and bought it today at PetSmart. It was 60 freaking bucks. Is that forward? I don't want to go forward if that's forward. I mean, I don't want to go backwards to a place where I'm I'm enslaved or I'm, you know, treated less than because I'm Polish or something like that. I don't I don't want I don't want that. I mean, thankfully, you know, my my immigrant families, they I mean, my immigrant ancestors, they went through the hard shit of immigrating here. They went through the racist bullshit of immigrating here. Not as bad as, say, you know, black people had it or anything like that. But yeah, we've made a lot of progress. I don't want to go back there. You know where else I don't want to go back? I don't want to go back to January when I had to show a fucking vaccine card to go to get, get a beer. I don't want to go backwards either. To build a future or obsess about the past, to be a nation of hope and unity and optimism, or a nation of fear, division, and of darkness. So what does this do? I'm, I mean, pausing this right here. What is this besides fear, division, and darkness? Dude, you're, you're going about it completely the wrong way. You are just bullshitting and lying through your teeth. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. Yeah. And what about uh, Lena Wen? What about all of Dr. Fauci? What about all the people who said that I basically wasn't worth it as a human being to be allowed to leave my house a year ago, six months ago over lies? Meanwhile, I had COVID. I didn't need the vaccine. 
And yet I, I was murdering grandmother because I wouldn't go get a jab that I didn't need. I had people spitting on me, telling me to go kill myself. And these people voted for your dumbass. But together, together we can choose a different path. We can choose a better path forward to the future. A future of possibility, a future to build and dream and hope. And we're on that path moving ahead. <laughs> Dude, we're not on that path, man. I mean, I know I'm getting kind of frustrated and angry here, and I'm getting pissed off. And at the end of the day, you're just a mouthpiece. But come on, dude, we're not on that path. We haven't been on that path for a long, long time. I know this nation. Do you? I know you, the American people. No, you don't. I know your courage. I know your hearts. And I know our history. This is a nation that honors our Constitution. We do not reject it. Uh... You know, there's a great essay written, I think, in 1995, also in the Anarchist Handbook, called The uh, the Myth of the Rule of Law. Uh, it was by a guy named John Hasnas, basically saying that the rule of law is a myth because you can always interpret it. Whoever has power can interpret law to be whatever they want it to be. So, uh, yeah, we don't – this country doesn't honor the Constitution. It never has. I mean, you still have people being arrested over – over guns. You still have people being arrested over, you know, victimless crimes with marijuana and stuff like that. Hell, the new, you know, assault weapon bullshit in Congress basically said it was to make sure that the right to keep and bear arms wasn't unlimited. And what is what does the Constitution say? It says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What does infringe mean? To limit. So, yeah, you don't give a shit about the Constitution. You never did. This is a nation that believes in the rule of law. We do not repudiate it. <clears throat> this is a nation that respects free and fair elections. We honor the will of the people. We do not deny it. Free and fair elections. Meanwhile, my libertarian friends can't get on the ballot because Democrats and Republicans want to challenge them off. So, yeah, free and fair elections. Sounds about right. And this is a nation that rejects violence as a political tool. We do not encourage violence. We are still an America that believes in honesty and decency and respect for others. Again, doesn't don't encourage violence. What about all, all of the riots, all of it's just property. It's just, and this is a funny place to stop. It looks like he's trying to squeeze one out. Patriotism, liberty, justice for all, hope, possibilities. We are still at our core a democracy. And yet. No, no, we're we're an oligarchy. It's, history it's, tells us. That's flown the coop. The blind loyalty to a single leader and the willingness to engage in political violence is fatal to democracy. For a long time, we've told ourselves that American democracy is guaranteed but it's not. We have to defend it, protect it, stand up for it, each and every one of us. That's why tonight I'm asking our nation to come together, unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy, regardless of your ideology. 
As Michael Malice would say, our democracy is always, always code for our hege hegemony. Always. We're all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists who put their own pursuit of power above all else. Democrats. And yeah, that's why I'm speaking out against you, dude. Because you put your power above everything else, period. And it's gross. It's disgusting. Independents, mainstream Republicans. We must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving American democracy than MAGA Republicans are to destroying American democracy. We, the people, will not let anyone or anything tear us apart. For a kid like me, who's had 13 opportunities. <sighs> Today, there are dangers around us. We cannot allow to prevail. We hear you've heard it. More and more talk about violence as an acceptable political tool in this country. Actually, I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to stop and, and, and just even comment on that last ad I just saw, the uh, 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 you know, an ad for Shriners Children's Hospital. I, I mean, it's, it, it's almost like it, it feels convicting for me and even it's saddening and convicting to me that I'm wasting my time here watching this garbage, getting frustrated. Meanwhile, there, there are people, there are kids, there are people in this world that actually need help. That people like Joe Biden aren't helping. They're exploiting. It's gross. It's disgusting. I, I, I'd much rather give, give my time and my energy to fixing things that are wrong with this world. But, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's like... <sighs> At the core, if, if if the ruling if the ruling elite and the ruling powers that be and all of that, if it's just as nasty and messed up as this is, and in the direction that this is going in, then there's no hope for those kids, anyways. It's just sad. It's just so sad. And gosh, it's not. It can never be an acceptable tool. So I want to say this plain and simple. There is no place for political violence in America, period. None, ever. Where was that two years ago, Joe? We saw law enforcement brutally attacked on January the 6th. We've seen election officials, poll workers, many of them volunteers of both parties, subject to intimidation and death threats. And can you believe it? FBI agents just doing their job as directed, facing threats. <laughs> well, can you believe it? FBI agents also plotted to kidnap the Michigan, the governor of Michigan. Can you believe it, Joe? Can you believe it? I can. To their own lives from their own fellow citizens. And keep in mind, threats, these threats that, shouldn't happen. No, there they shouldn't. Public figures today, yesterday, and the day before predicting and all but calling for mass violence and rioting in the streets. This is inflammatory. Just like the Democrats it's did two dangerous. years ago. It's against the rule of law. A myth. We, the people, must say this is not who we are.
Ladies and gentlemen, we can't be pro-insurrectionist uh, pro pro and pro-American. They're incompatible. What does that even mean? allow violence. You know, uh, <laughs> it's actually kind of funny. Uh, were, were, the, uh, were the colonists, were the patriots not insurrectionists? They were pro-America, and they, they insurrected against the king. Yeah, I mean, this country was founded with insurrection. The the writing of the Constitution was a bloodless insurrection against the Articles of Confederation. Every vote is an insurrection. Every election is an insurrection. I don't know, dude. It should be normalized in this country. It's wrong. We have to reject political violence with with all the moral clarity and conviction this nation can muster. Now, where's all the political the violence? Of our elections be undermined. Where's, For where is it? Is a path to chaos. Look, I know Polish. And integrity of our elections. What about, what about the FBI basically telling, telling Facebook that, hey, there's going to be some information coming out that you might want to block and they block the stuff about your son. How is that not interfering with elections? Politics can be fierce and mean and nasty in America. I get it. I believe in the give and take of politics, in disagreement and debate and dissent. We're a big, complicated country. But democracy endures only if we, the people, respect the guardrails of the republic. Only if. We, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections. Only if we, the people, see politics not as total war, but mediation of our differences. Then why are you talking about it tonight as if it was total war? Democracy cannot survive when one side believes there are only two outcomes to an election. Either they win or they were cheated. And that's where the MAGA Republicans are today. In that case, why isn't Hillary still our president? Not that she ever was. They don't understand what every patriotic American knows. You can't love your country only when you win. It's fundamental. <laughs> So what about all the celebrities saying that they're going to leave? What about all the celebrities and people that voted for you that said they were going to go to Canada when Donald Trump won? What about people like uh, Billy Joe Armstrong who said he's going to give up his citizenship because Roe v. Wade got overturned? Doesn't sound like uh, patriots and people who want to stick it out, win or lose, to me. American democracy only works. Only if we choose to respect the rule of law and the institutions that were set up in this chamber behind me. Only if we respect our legitimate political differences. I will not stand by and watch. I will not the will of the American people be overturned by wild conspiracy theories and baseless evidence-free claims of fraud. I will not stand by and watch elections in this country stolen by people who simply refuse to accept that they lost. 
I will not stand by and watch the most fundamental freedom in this country, the freedom to vote and have your vote counted and be taken from you and the American people. Look. Who's doing it, Joe? Who's taking it away, Joe? Every other, like, every other Western democracy, every other country has way stricter voting rules than we do. I knew in Malaysia, you actually had to go in and you had to get ink put all over your finger to show that you voted and voted once. Meanwhile, I mean, there were plenty of accusations that they were busing people in from Burma to vote uh, additionally. But like, dude, it's like up in Canada, you have to have an ID. You get a paper ballot. You don't get to vote by mail. What? I mean, I'm sorry, Joe, but but voting and the right to vote shouldn't be just an Internet poll. It doesn't work. Internet polls get skewed all the time by people just sitting there and clicking the same the same response over and over again. How is that the will of the people? As your president, I will defend our democracy with every fiber of my being, and I'm asking our every hegemony. American to join me. No, no, I I will not join you, Joe, because your idea of our demo- our democracy and my idea of our democracy are two different things. I, I will not defend your idea of what democracy and what liberty are. I will not. <clears throat> Throughout our history, America's often made the greatest progress coming out of some of our darkest moments, like you're hearing that bullhorn. I believe we can and must do that again. And we are. MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. They spread fear and lies, lies told for profit and power. But I see a different America, an America with an unlimited future, an America that's about to take off. I hope you see it as well. Just look around. (laughs) I believe we could lift America from the depths of COVID. So we passed the largest economic recovery package since Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And today, America's economy is faster, stronger than any other advanced nation in the world. We have more to go. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Again, Joe. It's costing me uh, 66% more to buy dog food. 66% more um, for the same damn bag of dog food. Um, Yeah, yeah, uh, (laughs) whatever. I believe we could build a better America. So we passed the biggest infrastructure investment since President Dwight D. Eisenhower. Yay, Ukraine's going to get new bridges when it's all over. And we've now embarked on a decade of rebuilding the nation's roads, bridges, highways, ports, water systems, high-speed internet, railroads. I believe we could make America safer. So we passed the most significant gun safety law since President Clinton. Again, if you got rid of the top five cities in the U.S. in gun violence, who happen to also be the top five cities in gun control, the U.S. wouldn't be anywhere near the top of gun violence. So I don't know what that's going to do. I believe we could go from being the 
highest cost of prescriptions in the world to making prescription drugs and health care more affordable. So we passed the most significant health care reform since President Obama signed the Affordable Care Act. <clears throat> Basic economics dictate that, uh, yeah, that's not going to happen, dude. And I believe we create, we could create a clean energy future and save the planet. So we passed the most important climate initiative ever, ever, ever. What was that, Joe? Was that the Inflation Re Reduction Act? What does that have to do with the climate? What does inflation have to do with the climate, Joe? Ever, ever, ever. What, what the hell was it? Besides just taking more money out of my pocket and people who are poorer than me and giving it to your friends. Because that's all it was. And that's all it's ever going to be. If you were actually serious about taking care of the climate, if you were serious about taking care of our planet, you'd be looking at, you know, thorium reactors, nuclear energy, that sort of shit. You wouldn't be incentivizing people to go dig holes and strip the strip the US, strip the earth of its resources for these batteries that don't last for shit that still use coal and natural gas and those things to 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 power them. You don't care about the climate. You never did. It's all a game. The cynics and the critics tell us That's nothing me. can get done, but they're wrong. There is not a single thing America cannot do, not a single thing beyond our capacity if we do it together. Joe, we're human. We're human. We are limited by our humanity. We are not God. There are plenty of things that we cannot do. We cannot continue printing money into oblivion and expect for the chickens not to come home to roost. We are not God. We are humans. We are humans. We are individual sovereign humans who make up this country. We are not God. It's never easy. 80% of your child's brain. Did you know that you can make? Oh, no. Oh, gosh. This is this is driving me nuts already. Oh, we'll go back to this here in a second. Um, I gotta figure out how to go back. Gosh, this is just yeah. This is just this is like too much. I don't I don't want to get this angry. I really don't. I, I, I don't I don't want to get this upset. I'm gonna end up saying something that I'm gonna regret. Um, I already do regret making fun of the guy for, you know, looking like he has to take a shit. It's just not something that I really care to do, but, uh, man, oh, this is just, it's so painful. It's excruciating. I mean, this is not, <laughs> I mean, thankfully I've been woken up long enough to understand that this is par for the course in politics. It, it, it always is. It always has been. I don't, I don't know how, I mean, I'm, I'm reading, um, I'm reading The Coddling of the American Mind by Jonathan Haidt and Greg Lukanoff, and they, they make a point there that actually uh, in the period after World War II, it was actually a period of the, the least political polarization in the history of the U.S. Um, and so when I say I'm going to say something like, you know, this this isn't unprecedented. You know, all the us versus them, all the tearing people down, all, all the pointing at other people, it's it's not unprecedented. It's it's unprecedented in our lifetimes. Anybody who's alive today, this is this is new and unprecedented. 
um, up until I think it was the Reagan years, basically, uh, right after the Reagan years, right after the fall of the Soviet Union, when things started splitting apart. But go watch a show like Turn, go watch, you know, something else, uh, go watch some historical documentaries. I mean, there's some crazy shit. I mean, you know, the, the, the king hung people just for saying the wrong words, um, <laughs> killed people for treason. And the U.S. Army did it, too. You know, there's there are some despicable things that the U.S. that, you know, the U.S. militias and the, the colonial armies did against people who remained loyal to the crown. I mean, political violence is is ap- actually quite normal. Um, we've just have been blessed with a very abnormal period of of peace uh, for a while. Um, so this, I mean, I guess this shouldn't be surprising. It's just, gosh, it's this, it's so disappointing. Um, let's see if I can I can find where where I was. Progress coming out of some of our darkest moments, like you're hearing that bullhorn. I guess we were right about I here. I believe we can and must do that again. And we are. MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. They spread fear and lies. Lies told for profit and power. There, There is a lot of carnage. There is a lot of darkness. I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily spreading fear. I mean, I don't, I don't like... I don't like the, the, the fear that gets spread that, oh, it's hopeless. You know, I don't like the, oh, get out of the cities. It's hopeless. Yeah, that's fear. But gosh, I mean, as, as long as there is hope, as, as, as long as the sun rises to the east every morning, there is hope. That doesn't mean that things aren't dark. That doesn't mean that things aren't problematic. But Joe, you're not doing saying anything or preaching anything that actually does inspire hope. You're just playing politics, dude. That's all you're doing. And politics does nothing but tear down and destroy. But I see a different America. An America with an unlimited future. An America that's about to take off. I hope you see it as well. Just look around. I believe we could lift America from the depths of COVID. So we passed the largest economic recovery package since Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And today, America's economy is faster, stronger than any other advanced nation in the world. We have more to go. There was no depths of COVID, Joe. It was all because of the government. And I'm sorry, even your opponent, even your opponent, Donald Trump, again, this is why I'm not a fan of Donald Trump. And and uh, speaking to the MAGA Republicans, again, I... I posted something last night about, you know, I don't agree on everything with that that you guys bring up and, but that's being able to disagree is a sign of a healthy discourse, healthy, healthy, um, healthy country. How, how he's talking to you is not, I mean, that was taken by Lizzie Stardust or something on Twitter. Um, but gosh, uh, Donald Trump is pretty darn at fault for all this shit the last couple of years too. He's the guy that listened to Fauci. He's the guy that that pushed two weeks to slow the spread. He's the guy that got the stimulus packages and that that largest money printing in history done. Like, it's your fault, Joe, and it's Donnie's. It's both your faults. Like, dude, come on. 
I believe we could build a better America. So we passed the biggest infrastructure investment since President Dwight D. Eisenhower. And we've now embarked on a decade of rebuilding the nation's roads, bridges, highways, ports, water systems, high-speed internet, railroads. I believe we could make America safer. So we passed the most significant gun safety law since President Clinton. I believe we could go from being the highest cost of prescriptions in the world to making prescription drugs and healthcare more affordable. So we passed the most significant health care reform since President Obama signed the Affordable Care Act. <clears throat> and I believe we could create we could create a clean energy future and save the planet. So we passed the most important climate initiative ever, ever, ever. The cynics and the critics tell us nothing can get done, but they're wrong. There is not a single thing America cannot do, not a single thing beyond our capacity if we do it together. It's never easy, but we're proving in America, no matter how long the road, progress does come. Look, I know the last year, a few years have been tough, but today, do you? COVID no longer controls our lives. More Americans are working than ever. Businesses are growing. Our schools are open. Millions of Americans have been lifted out of poverty. Yeah, but how many, how many kids, how many, I mean, it just came out. The kids are doing worse in reading and math than they ever have before. There's no making up for that, Joe. There's none. Some will work hard and make up the difference. Some, but a lot of them won't. How many businesses went under Joe? How many people had to declare bankruptcy? How many people lost everything because of you and your predecessor? Just going forward and wiping that clean and just saying, oh, well, everything's good now. Well, guess what? They're still masking kids here in Philly, Joe. They're still masking. They're still masking preschoolers, Joe. You can't get that back. Millions of veterans once exposed to toxic burn pits will now get what they deserve for their families and their compensation. American manufacturing has come alive across the heartland. And the you know, you know how you get rid of the toxic burn pits, Joe? I mean, I know you lost a son because of that, and I feel for you because of that. You know how you get rid of the toxic burn pits, Joe? You stop putting our 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 kids, our kids, our teenagers. You stop sending our teenagers to war for bullshit. That's how you get rid of the toxic burn pits, Joe. Then you don't have to pay out money because there won't be any victims but you got to stop sending them to go fight proxy wars first. Future will be made in America. No matter what the white supremacists and the extremists say, I made a bet on you, the American people, and that bet is paying off, proving that from darkness, Where? the darkness of Where? Charlottesville, of COVID, of gun violence, of insurrection, we can see the light. Where? White is now visible. Where? 
Light that will guide us forward. The end of your term? Not only in words, but in actions. Actions for you, for your children, for your grandchildren, for America. Even in this moment, with all the challenges we face, I give you my word as a Biden, I've never been more optimistic about America's future. Not because of me, but because of who you are. We're going to end cancer as we know it. Mark my words. We're- uh, yeah, I don't believe that because, you you know, ending cancer doesn't uh, it doesn't help your friends, dude. We're going to create millions of new jobs in a clean energy economy. We're going to think big. We're going to make the 21st century another American century because the world needs us to. Why? Why does the world need us to do anything? Why does the world need the U.S. to police it? Gosh, yes, we should innovate. We should spend money on innovation. We should create. It's an excellent, it's an excellent, excellent, excellent idea to want to be the ones to innovate and to be the ones that lead. But to act like the world needs us. Now, there's plenty of other brilliant people all around the world that can figure this shit out too, dude. And acting like the world needs us is what has gotten us into some of this shit in the first place. Maybe, maybe we just, maybe America just needs a dose of reality. I I don't know. Again, that we're not God. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. This is just, this is all just too much. That's where we need to focus our energy. Not in the past, not on divisive culture wars. Then stop doing it. Then stop doing it. In the future we can build together. Okay. The MAGA Republicans believe that for them to succeed... You just contradicted your last statement. You just just contradicted yourself, Joe. You just contradicted yourself. I believe America is big enough for all of us to succeed. And that is the nation we're building. The nation where no one is left behind. I ran for president because I believe we're in a battle for the soul of this nation. I still believe that to be true. I believe the soul is the breath the life and the essence of who we are. The soul is what makes us us. The soul of America is defined by the sacred proposition that all are created equal in the image of God. Unless you're unvaxxed, right? Because then then you're just a detriment to the soul. Therefore, you're not equal. That all are entitled to be treated with decency, dignity, and respect. That all deserve. Well, okay, okay. So what about, okay, we'll, we'll go back to the civil rights. We'll go back to, uh, you know, yeah, black people were treated less than human. What about the, the myriads of black Americans who speak up against you, Joe? And then you say, well, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. How's that for equality, Joe? How's that for divisiveness, Joe? I don't know. Justice and a shot at lives of prosperity and consequence. And that democracy, democracy must be defended for democracy makes all these things possible. Wow. Wow. That, that's actually gross. That's gross. Um, you know, again, I'm, uh, I mean, I've kind of been re- reawakened to my spirituality and just being, being a Christian, um, you don't even have to be a Christian or you could be anything else. You could even be an atheist and, and know that democracy, democracy is a false God. It is a false idol. 
democracy doesn't make anything happen. It's just a form of organizing society. It's just a form of governance. And really, it's just a form of governance where the 51% gets to rule tyrannically over the 49%. What does democracy actually have to do with any of this? Stop worshiping at the idol, at the altar of democracy. It's not going to save you. I've said this in the past. Donald Trump is not coming in on a white horse to save you. Neither is Ron DeSantis. Neither is Joe Biden. Neither is Pete Buttigieg. Neither is whoever the Democrats send. Democracy, it, it's just a system run by people, by flawed humans. Democracy can't make things better. It takes people doing work to make things better. Democracy is just a tool. And obviously, and honestly, it's it's proving to be a pretty poor one at this point. Because, yeah, again, it's just 51% ruling over the other. It's it's 51% right now telling the 49% that they're that they're a clear and present threat. It's gross, dude. It's gross. Stop saying Hail Marys to democracy. It's a dead idol. It doesn't hear you. It doesn't listen. Folks. And it's up to us. Democracy begins and will be preserved. And we, the people's habits of the heart, in our character, optimism that is tested yet endures, courage that digs deep. I mean, just 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 replace the words democracy here with God or something. It, it's 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 freaky. It's scary. I mean, this is you talk about separation of church and state. Well, the separation of church and state have never been separated for a while. The church was the state. Now the state is the church. This is this is gross. This is disgusting. When we need it, empathy that fuels democracy. The willingness to see each other. How does empathy fuel democracy? What does democracy have to do with empathy? What does democracy have to do with caring about your neighbor, loving your fellow human being? Empathy doesn't come from democracy. It comes something from something bigger. Dude, this is this is just disgusting, man. Not as enemies, but as fellow Americans. Look, our democracy I can agree with is that. perfect. I can agree with viewing people as fellow Americans and not enemies. I can agree with that. Notwithstanding those folks you hear on the other side there, they're entitled to be outrageous. This is a democracy. But history and common sense. Good manners is nothing they've ever suffered from. Neither is they. common sense. You haven't suffered from good manners either, Joe. You've never suffered from it. Not the way you've behaved the last couple of years. Tell us an opportunity, liberty, and justice for all are most likely to come to pass in a democracy. We have never fully realized the aspirations of our founding, but every generation has opened those doors a little bit wider to include more people who have been excluded before. My fellow Americans, America is an idea the most powerful idea in the history of the world. Yeah, no, Joe. Yeah, no, that's gross. That's gross. I mean, I I love the fact that I was born in this country. 
but America's not my God. It's not the most powerful idea in the history of this world. Dude, you're, you're just, you are, you are a priest forcing people to, sh to, 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 to bow down and worship at the shrine of democracy. Dude, come on. And it beats in the hearts of the people of this country. No, it doesn't. It beats in all our hearts. No, it doesn't. It unites America. No, it doesn't. It's the American creed. No, the no. idea that America guarantees that everyone be treated with dignity. It gives hate no safe harbor. But you hated me. You did not. You did not treat me with dignity over the last year. You are not treating my MAGA friends, who I disagree with dearly. You are not treating them with dignity, dude. You're full of shit. It installs in everyone the belief that no matter where you start in life, there's nothing you can't achieve. That's who we are. Sorry, dude, but that's not reality. People get screwed over all the time. Yeah, yeah, there, there's, there, are, there are infinite possibilities, but sometimes there are just things that are outside of our reach. And we thrive. We thrive as humans when we finally see where our boundaries are and we learn to live within them and we learn to grow and we, we do eventually break through some of them. I mean, I've, I've talked on this podcast in the past about my, my gender struggles. Gosh, yes, I would have had loved to have been born a woman, but guess what? I was not, I can't ever achieve that. That's why I'm just back to living as me as Torin, because you know what? I finally found a place where, hey, my boundaries have fallen in pleasant places. I don't know, is that, that, is that uh, Psalm 37 or 39? My boundaries have fallen in pleasant places. I finally come to love the boundaries that have, have, have fallen for me. And guess what? I'm growing in that. And I'm realizing that I actually make more boundaries than actually exist for myself. The boundaries that I have are actually pretty damn wide. And it's the same goes for every other human. The same goes for every other American. The, you, you have boundaries. People have boundaries. You can't just be anything you want. You can't just do anything you want. It doesn't, life doesn't work like that. You, you are preaching a false God and a false religion here that says, if you just believe in democracy, you can do anything. And it's just not true, dude. But I, I am a testament. I am a living testament of finally getting to a place where I can thrive and be healthy because I've accepted some of my boundaries. I probably have more boundaries out there that I still need to accept. And I probably put still put more boundaries on myself than I should. That's life, dude. Life's about boundaries. Boundaries exist. It's just a fact. That's what we stand for. That's what we believe. And that's precisely what we're doing. Opening doors, creating possibilities, focusing on the future. And we're only just beginning. Our task is to make our nation free and fair, just and strong, noble and whole. And this work is the work of democracy. But that's the not the work of no. this generation. No. It is the work of our time, for all time.
I agree with, I agree with wanting to make this country just, I will agree with all that stuff, but Joe, this isn't how you do it. This is the exact opposite of how you do it. And I have a feeling that that's actually what you're trying to do. You are trying to accomplish the exact opposite. We can't afford to have, leave anyone on the sidelines. We need everyone to do their part. So speak up, speak out, get engaged, vote, vote, vote. What does voting have to do with any of this, Joe? Again, you can't vote your way out of tyranny. You can't vote your way to an inner freedom. I've said this before. If you achieve an inner freedom, you could have the city of Philadelphia ask you to get your 50th jab before you leave the house. And, and gosh, if you have inner freedom, they can't touch it. It has nothing to do with voting, Joe. Nothing. Nothing. Liberty has nothing to do with voting. And if we do our duty, if we do our duty in 2022 and beyond, then ages still to come will say, we, all of us here, we kept the faith. We preserved democracy. I don't want to keep that faith. Democracy is not my God. And I have a feeling that the generations still to come are going to look back at us and be like, what the hell were you guys thinking? We heeded our worst. We, we heeded not our worst instincts, but our better angels. Yeah, no, no. You are heeding nothing but your worst instincts. Nothing. I mean, you hear about the, the I mean, the, the vaccine shit. The gender ideology, all of this shit, man. Future generations are going to be look back and say, what the hell did you guys do? Why? Why did you pursue every freaking desire regardless of outcome? I mean, gosh, I mean, I regret my own choices. I mean, to, to an extent, you know, to an extent, it was just a path that, that I had to take, but like, I mean, I wish I would, I wish I would have known inner freedom 10 years ago and not just the last few months, man. And there's going to be a lot of people like me, whether it's with the gender stuff or, or jabs or anything, there's going to be a lot of people in 10 years that are just going to say, gosh, I wish I would have known inner freedom and inner peace. Dude. Dude, this, this is, this is gross. We prove that for all its imperfections, America is still the beacon to the world, an ideal to be realized, a promise to be kept. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred, nothing more American. That's our soul. You know what's more important, Joe? You know what's more important, Joe? It's, it's, it's finding your own inner freedom so that you can go and help lift others up. That has nothing to do with democracy. It doesn't even have anything to do with organizing society. It has nothing to do with America. Finding and tending to your own soul, your own humanity as an individual is far more important. Only when you are free, only when you are free from the bullshit that you put on yourself, can you actually truly go out and help others become free as well. That's far more important. There's no, there's no soul. There's no soul of America without building people up and helping to make them free. 
if there's a soul, if there's a soul of America, it's, it's, it's only because it's a reflection of the individual souls. And nothing we're doing is helping that. Nothing, Joe. Nothing. That's who we truly are. And that's who must, we must always be. I have no doubt, none, that this is who we will be. And that we'll come together as a nation that will secure our democracy. That for the next 200 years, we'll have what we had the past 200 years, the greatest nation on the face of the earth. We just need to remember who we are. I mean, didn't didn't all the people who voted for you just scream how the past 200 years were horrible? Dude, just just all nothing but contradictions here. Nothing. We are the United States of America, the United States of America. And may God protect our nation and may God protect all those who stand watch over our democracy. God bless you all. Democracy. Thank you. The second command was, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know what's the the 10 commandments. I forget the, forget the order of them. Thou shalt not have any gods before me. You are begging people to lift democracy up as the, as the only God. If the Christian God is real and he's alive, (laughs) I don't, I don't think he agrees with you, Joe. I don't think he agrees with you. But I, I I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 just a human. I'm I'm not God. All I can do is is offer my interpretation. That's all I can do. But dude, your interpretation isn't good. Gosh, this. Oh, oh, that's yeah, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough of that. Oh my gosh, that is enough of that. Um Oh. <laughs> I'm finally getting to some of these uh um <laughs> some of these comments. Uh Allison Graham says as a trumpeter I initially read that as Trumpster. As a trumpeter, I resent that comment. I guess it was about why was all that necessary. Um, uh, yeah, sh- uh, and, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't. Uh, I didn't mean to. Uh, I didn't mean to make fun of anybody who would who would who would have loved to perform at somebody at something like that. Uh, but. Uh, Gosh, 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 gosh. That was, um, that was tough. Even the end, man. Why? I mean, yeah, I, I actually gen- genuinely feel bad for making fun of him at a few points. Cause it's like this, the dude's a human. Um, the dude's a human and it's, it's sad seeing a human who's, who's obviously lost. I, I mean, he's just, he's up there. He's lost. He's given his speech and he turns around, sticks his hand out. Nobody's there. He turns around the other way. Then he's, like, come on, come on. I mean, I, my grandfather was 10 years older than, than Joe Biden when my grandfather passed. And, and like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to see my grandfather trying to do shit like this. It's, it's like, come on, uh, you know, it's, it's a sign. 
it's a sign of the regime's strength that they can hide that they can get somebody like Joe Biden elected. Uh, but it's also a sign of just the the, the the ridiculousness. And and I think that's one thing that I guess I, I, I want to convey out of all of this. Um, you know, uh, there's been a lot of controversy in the uh, in the Libertarian Party recently, and I, I've stayed away from commenting it in public on it in public. I've only commented it in private and I'm not going to I'm not going to get into too much specifics here because, again, I, I don't I don't want to get into into to flame wars or anything like that. But, um, you know, our, our opponents are, are humans. Um, they're humans. They're obviously flawed. Uh uh, you know, flawed individuals. I'm a flawed individual. Um, I'm not God. I don't, I don't know everything. I don't know the right answers. I have things that I believe that are right. And I mean, I know politicians and the, and people that are pulling the strings, it's, it's one thing, you know, they, they do wield power and should be, should be held accountable for that power. Um, you know, people like the Bidens, People like Trump, people like Obama, Bush, Cheney, John McCain, Clintons, they, they deserve ridicule in the political space. Um, you know, they're still humans and, and the people that vote for them are still human. I, I have I have a lot of friends that voted for Joe Biden and they, they are friends and I, and I love them dearly. And. I don't I don't ever want to negate their humanity i never want to look at them with any less respect or dignity just because that we disagreed and i i feel like they've made a huge mistake in supporting this regime uh i make mistakes i've made mistakes i i i again you can go back to to me transitioning and then detransitioning it, it, it's a mistake it was a mistake for me I think it's going to come down and end up being a mistake for a lot of people. Humans make mistakes. Humans can't see everything. You can't see every route the world's going to go. And a lot of this divisiveness, I mean, Joe Biden talking about MAGA Republicans. I mean, I mean, 75 million people voted for, for Donald Trump, a huge, huge, huge chunk of, chunk of them identify as MAGA Republicans. There are a lot of people that voted for Trump because they didn't like Biden just as much as people voted for Biden because they didn't like, like Trump. But gosh, you can't, you can't treat. Yeah. You can't, you can't treat your, your fellow humans as if, as if they're monsters. Um, you know, I've, I've been the victim of it. And yet I've also, I mean, I've had plenty of things come out of my mouth that are monstrous as well. I mean, I'm a human. I, I get riled up. I got riled up tonight and was getting really pissed off And there. I mean, I, I held my tongue a few times. Um, there, there are a few things that I thought I could say that would be, you know, very cutting and, and get a lot of likes and claps and cheers and, and, I had to hold my tongue because it's just it's just not worth it. Um, and then and I definitely said some things that that mocked mocked humanity. I mocked his dementia. Uh, I don't know where I stand on that. I do I ever want to uh, mock a human being's issues? No, I really don't. 
Um, again, I, I just, I guess I end up wishing that Joe Biden wasn't president. I wish someone his age who needs to be at home, um, getting help wasn't president. Just, just like I, I, gosh, I mean, John Fetterman, it, it breaks my heart to, to listen to him speak. Like, come on, dude, come on. Why are you doing this? Nothing, nothing these people can give you is worth your health. Nothing is worth your dignity. But, I mean, that's, I mean, democracy isn't worth your dignity. Democracy isn't worth your worship. It's always going to let you down. It's always going to sell you, sell you out for 30 pieces of silver. Democracy will always always do that any form of governance will always do that human beings by nature we sell each other out it could be you could look at it as a as a cynical worldview but at the same time it's like I, yeah i do have hope i do have hope for us to for for individuals in particular i, I don't know how much hope i have in collectives but i do have hope in individuals you know, coming to see actual freedom, coming to see the ways that they hold themselves back, coming to see that, that being, that acting as a victim keeps perpetuating the cycle and makes you more of a victim. Why did I st decide to stop transitioning? Because I decided to stop being a victim. I stopped being a victim. And then I'm going to have the rest of my life where I have to, I have to make choices and there's going to be times where I choose to be a victim. And I already know that those times I choose to be a victim, I'm not going to get anything out of it. That's any good. We need individuals who are, who are strong, who are courageous, who are sovereign. You don't become strong, courageous, and sovereign by voting. You don't become strong, courageous, and sovereign by putting your faith and hope in democracy. You don't become strong, courageous, and sovereign by really putting your faith, hope in the, or faith and hope in anything of this world. There's gotta, I mean, for me, there's gotta be something more. I mean, I think you can, I, I think you can create some good faith, be strong, courageous and sovereign and, and, and not necessarily believe in God or higher powers or those sorts of things. I don't want to, I don't want to, to sound like, oh gosh, you know, you need to go. I don't want this to be like some altar call or something. I mean, we just got done listening to an altar call where it was, it was 25 minutes of Joe Biden telling you to come, you know, bow down to the altar of the God of democracy. And no, it's a false god. It will let you down every time. Your freedom, your freedom starts up here in your mind. It starts in here in your heart. It starts, it starts by recognizing your boundaries. It, it, it starts by acknowledging the hand that you've been dealt. And then strategizing to make the most of that hand.
you get you get you get dealt pocket twos. You're not going to win with a royal flush. You can't just make a royal flush out of nothing. That's life. Yeah, I I I want to work towards a world where people have opportunities and people aren't as held back by their circumstances. But we're humans, we're limited. And just because we come together and vote doesn't make us unlimited. I mean, this is this is an inversion of the natural order of things to think that. Again, we we we're born into into chaos and dependence, and we we learn we learn liberty and we learn order. And we learn how to exercise our liberty within order. It's when we reject order and we reject we when we when we reject one of those two things that things go out of control when we accept when we accept liberty without order things go out of control when we accept order without liberty things go out of control and that's exactly what we're seeing we're seeing an inversion in places where we should be ordered we're being told to just do whatever the hell we want and in places where we should be free, we're being we're being forced into some sort of false order. I want humans to be free. I want humans to be sovereign. I want I want to see my community thrive. There's a reason why I live in in Philly and not out in the boonies. I love people. I love culture. I love I love seeing the different things. I love being able to choose from 50 different Chinese restaurants. My favorite food in the world is like pho, and there's like four or five great places to get pho here in Philly. I love that. I love other people's cultures. I've loved experiencing them. I mean, I, I loved being in Malaysia and going and, and eating foods and, and seeing the local Malaysians so excited that I, an American, loved their stuff. I mean, it was a little bit uncomfortable at times being propped up like I was as a white American, but, but it's like, gosh, places like that, they shared their cultures. I had a friend from Tanzania give me a shirt of his and said, I, I hope you wear it. It's traditional. Whereas today, I mean, Joe Biden and his supporters are the same people that would tell me if I wore that shirt, it was appropriation and I'm destroying their culture when no, they want to share their culture. I want to share my culture. I love making beer. I love giving things to people that I've made. I love sharing with people things that I've made and done. I've got this bar down in my basement. Nothing makes me happier than to be able to share that with somebody. Nobody, nothing makes me happier than being able to be sovereign, to build something, to create it, and to share that and see it bring joy to other people. Also, nothing makes me happier than other people doing the same thing. That's liberty. That's freedom. That's goodness. Not voting, not making sure you don't step on other people's toes. I mean, yeah, be respectful. Treat other people with love. But this isn't the path. Demonizing your opponents isn't the path. It never is. 
and that, I mean, that's what, that's what I'm pondering. I mean, going into this, this mayoral run, I mean, I know I'm going to have a lot of people that don't agree with me. I'm going to have a lot of people. I mean, people, people have shut the door in my face and I've, I've gotten pissy about it. I've gotten frustrated. I mean, I'm, I'm human. I I'm human. And I, and I have, I mean, at the end of the day, I have to learn love. We, we as humans, I mean, I think, I think the main purpose of this life is, is, is learning how to love and not just romantic love, but actually truly giving yourself away for other people. And I, and that's what I have to ponder, you know, how, how can I do that? How can I do that? The next couple of years, I've got a platform, I've got people listening, I've got people watching. What can I do? What can I do to actually love my neighbor? You know, my neighbors who are still masking, my neighbors who don't want to be around me because I'm unvaccinated. How can I love them? It's, 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 it, I mean, making fun of them and, and, and ridiculing them. It's cheap. It's cheap. And it doesn't get, it doesn't get you anything. Us, us versus them politics. Gosh, yeah, you can, you can build a little bit of a movement, but all you do is just drag in more people who already agree with you. You don't, you don't actually change heart, change hearts and minds. And isn't that what we're here to do? In order to be free, in order to build actual liberty, in, in order to build sovereignty, in order to build strong, courageous, and sovereign individuals, we have to change some hearts and minds. Ridiculing people because they have different lines and different values than you doesn't help. I mean, even values and things that aren't good. I mean, yeah, the, the, the values of the, the COVID vaccines and all that stuff, no, they weren't good. But gosh, I mean, I... Calling them out on it, yelling at them about it, making fun of them about it hasn't done any good. It hasn't changed anything. It just makes me look like an ass who thinks I'm God. And that's the last thing I want to do. And that's the last way we're going to change culture. I mean, yes, right ideas and, and, and right values need to be preached. They need to be lived out. But I'm just contemplating here, like, how do we how do we approach this with with compassion and truth? I mean, compassion without truth is just foolhardy. Truth without compassion is is just being an ass. So where's where's the intersection? And I I mean I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure it out. And and yeah, to my uh, you know, to my MAGA friends, I mean, as as I mentioned about the the, the one tweet, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're being treated as if you're some threat. I, I know plenty of MAGA Republicans who are just, just some of the most genuine, kind humans I know. And, and yeah, to my friends on the left, the same thing. I mean, I... I mean, I know I've demonized you. I've held you in contempt at times. And yet I also know that some of you would would stop at nothing to help me when I'm in need. And I would do the same for you. 
And so I'm, I'm sorry for those areas where I've held you in contempt. And I would ask both of those sets of friends, please like take a step back and look, this isn't working. I, I don't know if, I don't know if something like a national divorce is the way to go. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this, something like this isn't sustainable and maybe sometimes you just got to part ways. I don't know, but that, that still doesn't, that still that's that even that doesn't solve the human issue here of hatred, of animosity, of, of just bullshit. And gosh, I mean, I'm, I'm so guilty of it. I'm so guilty of it. I mean, I, I can count, I mean, the, the amount of time is just hatred and fury and frustration boiled up in my heart over, over while watching that video and over the past couple of years while all this stuff is coming out. Yeah, I'm guilty. I'm guilty. I'm guilty as sin. Um, so this is just as much for me as it is for anyone else. It, this isn't working. This hatred, this, 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 this othering isn't working. I mean, I hope, I hope in, I, I, I hope over the next year running for mayor that, that we can, that my team and, and the rest of the libertarian party can, can help put together a platform and, and some ideas that, that are truly, um, in some ways unifying ones that aren't divisive ones that do respect and give dignity to folks on the right and the left, a platform that will you know, actually, you know, build strong individuals who can then build strong communities. This is the only way to go. Because right now this, this, this division, it's, it's sad. It's, it's scary. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not looking forward to the next presidential cycle. Um, I'm not looking forward to the midterms this fall, but, uh, yeah, you know, as, as Hayden Lukanoff said, I mean, we enjoyed the, the, the biggest, most peaceful time of political non-polarization and, and we're sudden, suddenly coming out of it and, and not so suddenly it's been, been a while. It's been going on for a while where we've just grown apart, but Yeah demonizing and otherizing the people you disagree with doesn't doesn't help it just fuels the flames i mean that's all this is going to do it's just going to make trump supporters angry and i don't think trunks trump actual trump supporters healthy trump supporters are going to do anything about it but we all know what the fbi does i mean the fbi incited the kidnapping of whitmer what what are they going to do after something like this that that's the sort of thing that scares me I mean, who are FBI agents chatting with online right now, encouraging to do something stupid after last night's uh, last night's thing? That's that's the scary thing. So if you're listening and someone's encouraging you to do something, please don't. Don't react, don't respond. I mean, turning the other cheek sounds sounds like the most foolish thing in the world, but at this point, that's that's the only thing I can think of that's appropriate um, in response to this is, is just turning the other cheek.
in, in, in finding a neighbor to love and lift up and pick up. When you're free, when you're free internally, when you have true freedom, when you're strong, when you're courageous, when you're sovereign, you don't have a need to get even. That's just what I'm learning right now. I mean, I'm still driven by the desire to get even. I'm still driven for the desire to be right. And I don't know. I think I'm just learning a lot lately about how just I'm, I'm not God. I'm an individual. I've been blessed with gifts. I've been blessed with certain abilities. But then I lack in other areas. And I certainly don't know everything. And instead of this whole, you know, American democracy is the greatest, America is the greatest, we're the greatest, we can do whatever we want. I mean, maybe we just need a pill of humility for a little, a little bit. I know I've needed it. But anyways, we're going on forever. It's already 930. I've been going on for an hour and a half. Gosh, um, I got shit to do tomorrow. And uh, man, it just that was sad and it breaks my heart. It angers me. Um, even even my own angry reaction, I think, saddens me a little bit. I wish I had a little bit more patience and a little bit more um, grace life's learning life life is life is learning um life is learning how to handle these things in better and more loving ways all the time and uh that's all i can say as i wrap up is uh yeah let's let's figure out how to how to how to build a city here in philly that that actually that actually does foster strong free and loving individuals Let's not bow down at the altar of this whatever Joe was, was just talking about because it, 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 it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I mean, that's what I'm going to set out for. You know, let's, let's plant seeds of hope, plant seeds of freedom, of liberty, of sovereignty, of strength, of courage. Things that, things that are obviously in short supply and obviously being distorted. So yeah, guys, thanks for hanging out. Um, I know this is a long one. I know I had uh, some technical difficulties there. I'm not, uh, uh, you know, this is still a, sort of an amateur, amateur operation um, in terms of getting the video up and making it run smoothly. And uh, yeah, it was just fun. I, I hadn't, I hadn't watched the whole thing. I watched two minutes, and and yeah, it just it, it became more and more disgusting as time went on, and. Gosh, I, I mean, I really do think the only the only way to fight back is to find find a way to love your neighbor. Find a way to treat your political opponent with respect and dignity. But don't compromise on truth. Have truth and have compassion. Have both. Do not compromise on either. You can compromise on either one, then things go south. So yeah, it was sad, disappointing, discouraging. I'm, I am, I am still hopeful because I know there are people out out there. I have met many who have been on a similar journey that I have in terms of finding some inner freedom, 
many people inside and outside the Libertarian Party. I've met Democrats and Republicans that are in the same boat. As long as there's one of us, there's still hope. And there's a hell of a lot more than one of us. So yeah, you're, you're right to feel anger. You're right to feel frustration. Don't let it rule you. Keep it in check. And keep fighting. As long as the sun rises to the east, there's hope. And keep cultivating that strength. Keep cultivating that courage. Keep cultivating your sovereignty. I'm going to keep doing the same. So with that, as I always as I always end it, you know, be strong, be courageous, and uh, be sovereign. Peace out.